0: all right welcome to the bonus episode where we are exploring what megalad and megalad got in up to in space which megalad was i referring to first you'll never know
1: that's all of them there's actually a third megalad now
0: no there really isn't
1: megalad medium i
0: I cannot i cannot deal i can barely deal with two i'm not gonna deal with three Let me play play
1: all the characters.
0: No! Listen, if you want to play all the characters, why don't you
1: just GM? Um, Because I have nothing worth... I have no ability to GM outside of Dungeons & Dragons. (laughs) you, You don't want to play it.
0: All right. So, Megalad and Megalad, explain what you are doing and what your goal is in doing so.
1: Okay, um, so I left uh, the puny um, planet Earth um, at high speed um, with the intention of going to the centre of the universe to absorb the um, dimensional power directly from there. That's the source of it in each universe, is the centre. It's a long way, but luckily I am extremely fast and the thing about going extremely fast is that eventually you just start to phase through stuff, so we don't have to worry about any planets getting in the way. I don't think
0: that's how that works, but okay.
1: Or, you know, the fact that we want this to not have to take a billion years, so I'm very fast.
0: You are very fast, but I don't think you just go through things if you go fast enough.
1: Oh, I'm very fast.
0: Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to stop arguing about it because we've we'll been <laughs> here all day. I know what. I know what. It's a hand wave. It's a
1: hand
0: wave. As opposed to you just being good at steering or, you know, space is extremely vast and mostly empty.
1: was that as well, but sometimes you just have to go through a thing. <laughs> all
0: right. I said you were going to move on from it and you, yeah. here we are still talking about it. All right. Okay, so... You head to the center of the universe. Now, the center of the universe uh, is incredibly dangerous. Not only are there tons of just black holes from suns that barely managed to form and then exploded almost immediately, but there's also a bunch of like cosmic storms. Uh, There's a shitload of Well, the radiation doesn't really affect you at all, so there's not that. But all the other stuff, that's there. And in the center of the universe, I'm imagining something like fucking Jack Kirby where it's just a bunch of nebulous shapes and spheres just all around in different colors. But what you see as you approach the actual center of the universe is something akin to a Dyson sphere which for people who don't know what the Dyson sphere concept is it's just a giant sphere that you build around a sun so that the sun provides perpetual like free energy and then like you build a civilization inside the sphere so like the, su- the sun there will provide like warmth and energy and heat and light all for free and you just live in like this massive artificial super planet the one that you see before you have also has an artificial ring built around it which enormous and is also basically this dyson spheres defense ring and as you sl- start slowing down to make your approach to the center you there are two ships that come out and uh and start like well, actually, since there's four, since there's two, there's four ships that come out and start escorting you, and um, and you see the pilots inside. Uh, they realize as they start trying to hail you that you don't have any means of contacting them because you you don't have any like communication devices. So they would start like gesturing you to follow them, and they lead you to a landing pad in the ring.
1: Okay, seems legit
0: okay all right i was just about to ask if you follow them or if you're just gonna keep going all right but all right you get on a landing pad and you are led inside where there is you know sound because there's no vacuum of space to completely absorb it and um and they say please state your name and reason for coming
1: uh yeah um my name's megalad i'm here to absorb um some dimensional energy, and and I, I, I am also Megalad. Same reason.
0: They don't even look like this. Bothers them two of the same person coming to absorb dimensional energy. They're like, all right, yeah, um, all right, you're gonna have to go through the actual like core of the planet, but try not to absorb too much. We do need this to, you know live
1: you you do realize the energy is essentially unlimited right
0: we don't know how much you are going to absorb and the word that you just said that worries us is essentially hmm. not because word. essentially is not essentially is not actually infinite okay um functionally functionally you're okay different word Same problem. Just because it's almost unlimited doesn't mean we don't know how much you plan to absorb.
1: Okay, okay, you're missing something. There's no almost.
0: No, no, we're pretty sure it's, even though it's technically not going to be running out any time within our lifetime, we're pretty sure it's not infinite. There's that whole heat death thing that will eventually happen.
1: Yes. But are you familiar with the concept of white holes?
0: No, I. I'm a pilot. I fly and I make sure ships don't come to destroy this place.
1: Okay. Um. Well, the important thing is no need to worry. No, no one person can absorb infinite energy, and I function as essentially a battery anyway so i'm always absorbing a little i just need a little more from the source okay all right can i get like a passport or something this will be annoying if i have to come here again uh
0: i mean we'll log you in our registry and and be able to cross-reference you from that next time you come up come here if you if you come here again
1: Ah, uh, good enough, good enough.
0: Yeah, you, you won't need a passport, uh, but they do they do do a little bit of a rigmarole of making you stand in front of a thing so that way they can, like, take your picture, as it were. It's actually a complicated, like, scan to render you in, like, completely perfect 3D. You're not sure how many polygons are in this baby, but it's enough to make you look uncannily realistic. <sighs>
1: I've got the PS9.
0: <laughs> no, no, that's the one with the hail spores. That's that's different.
1: Have you seen that trailer?
0: I have seen that trailer. It's awesome. <laughs> I remember that trailer when it was first on the TV.
1: Regardless,
0: uh, so yeah, they they scan you in. They take some other information aside from your name, uh, like your actual height, your species, um, your weight. It's in numbers that you probably don't recognize rightfully uh, because it's different alphabet and, and all that. And you are allowed through uh, after making sure that you're not going to be able to carve a one-man destruction path through their artificial planet. Uh, and once you get through the ring, you are able to look closer at the, um, the planet. Unlike in the reference picture, there's no big trench that runs in the middle. However, there are, like, the designs that are, like, glowing on there. So it's, like, a circular design with, like, a square in there with another smaller design in it. And that's probably made to, like, make sure that
1: if they need to vent something, they can. Oh, they will absolutely have vents. If this was just closed off, um, there would be no universe.
0: (laughs) And... The thing is, you're gonna spend a while going through here because the crust, as it were, of this planet is miles thick and it is like a city into itself. Let it's like the undercity of this place. So you're going through a lot of like construction tunnels and like less well-off place uh, places. Um, nobody messes with you because you are big and scary looking. Because like you're glowing blue, so obviously it's
1: been here. I ask a passerby.
0: How how long's what been here?
1: This, all of this. It's unusual for a Dyson sphere to be constructed around the center. Uh of any universe.
0: Uh it's been here for T things looking at a watch roughly set billion years give or take we're, we're pretty sure this is probably the oldest thing in the universe oldest constructed thing in the universe
1: curious curious okay
0: right, if you have any other questions for a random passerby then I'm free to answer them
1: um looking around to is it like a in in terms of like species, does it seem like it's kind of a sort of big hub thing or does it seem to be more like one species?
0: It's, it's sort of a big hub thing. There's no one dominant species here, but uh, none of them are human, or pure human at least. There are some humanoid ones, but no pure
1: humans. Well, why would that be?
0: I mean, because humans are technically a spacefaring species, but I don't think they've gotten to the center of the universe by this point.
1: That's a long way. Hmm. Really? Really? Oh well, um, back to the mission. All right.
0: Uh, eventually you go through the crust, as it were, and you arrive inside, on the inside of the Dyson Sphere. And there's another second like sphere built around the source with other spheres like rotating around it. Uh, they're probably using that to ha- to make it safe to harness for the Dyson sphere itself. Um, and there's like four huge towers connecting from the what you can assume probably the poles of the uh, of the planet, just like supporting this one sphere. Ah, and inside is also just this massive, massive city. Um, Well, at least it's technically a city, but also there's spots in here where there's tons of grassland to grow food and water to like, you know, just it's they they're basically self-sufficient for roughly next hundred billion years there's even weather going on inside here the artificial gravity is uh is providing like rain and uh and fog and all that so it's this this artificial planet is by all means extremely 100 percent self-sufficient and able to cut itself off from the rest of the universe
1: curious is there do i see anything unusual about these people because what, I, what I'm saying is they're right next to the source. I'd expect them to be somewhat special characteristics.
0: There's nothing that you can actually go ahead and roll me investigate one of the Garys. And if the oh, other God. Gary has. If either Gary has investigate.
1: <laughs> I have one Gary with investigate. Okay. I don't know if you could let me have Law, but. There we go.
0: You No, you don't notice anything uh, unusual or special about these people. They seem to be going... They seem to be living fairly normal, mundane lives, uh, but aside from that, there's... Aside from living inside an artificial planet, there's nothing really unusual about them.
1: Mm-hmm. And I don't see anything from sort of a view in their society from above i don't see anything like overtly it doesn't look like it's a cult planet or an overtly militaristic planet anything like that
0: nope um it's there's definitely some military presence but uh but you encountered most of it probably around the artificial ring around the planet and that's only there to protect it from hostile forces they aren't they don't seem to be interested in, like, going out and conquering things. They're more about, hey, we have this cool artificial planet and we don't really want to be in contact with the outside universe. So we have a token defense in here and most of the military is out there actually defending it.
1: Okay. In that case then, rather than try and interact with them, I would like to sort of try and figure out a route to the source that means that essentially I can fly quickly so there's this minimal chance of them noticing me because I think they're probably living in here the people on the inside are probably quite isolationist is Uh, my judgment
0: I mean the most direct path would you could just like fly to it it's floating in the center and the center is many many miles away from the actual like inside of the city because like even building this close to the dimensional source is probably extremely dangerous, so they don't want to get, like, any closer. Yeah.
1: Okay, um, then I just do that. I sort of navigate around all the rotating rings and shit and just do my best not to be spotted.
0: All right. Um.
1: If you want me to roll stealth, I will.
0: So before you do that, uh, as you start, like, looking around, you see... A few of the military vehicles, they don't seem to be going towards you. Uh, they do seem, however, to be going towards a particular building that seems to be having some trouble. Now, here's the question. Do you want to go see what's going on there, or do you want to try and ignore
1: it? Says the thing is that old Megalad would want to ignore it and accomplish the mission because he's a pragmatist. Young Magalad would want to get involved. Um, So I guess they would have a a very brief discussion and... uh, There isn't a button to just roll a flat d6, is there?
0: Uh, you just type in slash roll d6.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to do young then old and the highest number wins. Okay. Okay, old um, wins the day. I'm ignoring it.
0: Okay. Um, I'm invoking young Megalad's, uh, savior, not a superhero aspect. So in order to actually have young Megalad actually ignore that, you you need to spend a fate point. Otherwise you gain a fate point and have to go investigate it.
1: Then I will take the latter option. All Um, right. So old Megalad's like, "We, we should, we don't know these people. They, they, they may very well be... On the inside, they may be distrustful of outsiders. We, we, we should really get going. And for a minute, it seems like the young one's looking convinced, but then he says, It looks like people are in trouble. I can't ignore that. And T posing majestically, he floats towards the <laughs> trouble.
0: <laughs> Every time you say, I keep forgetting that young Lad's still finds T
1: <laughs> to be honest, he mostly does it now to annoy people, to annoy his friends. <laughs> but they're not around. Okay, um, so I get closer. What what's actually happening to these buildings then?
0: Um, so as you get closer, you see that there is a uh, it, they're surrounding something that looks a lot like a hospital, and they're just sort of forming a perimeter and like holding some pretty advanced weaponry and just like. St- watching it intently.
1: Well, we've established that these people speak English for some reason, which is great, although I am slightly psychic anyway.
0: I'm... well, one, you're slightly psychic, two, I figured you would have grabbed a translator at some point. Those exist. Do they? Yes, they do.
1: Okay, I must have grabbed one of theirs then. Okay, I guess we float down and I sort of say uh... Hi there. I've noticed there seems to be some a problem here. Um, what's going on? I can help.
0: Oh, go ahead and roll rapport. Difficulty two.
1: Okay, that's theoretically a thing I'm good at.
0: Whoa! You got a success with style. Holy shit! It's All right, yes, yeah. plus five. I mean, I made it. I made it super. I made it easy. There was basically only one way you were going to fail, and that was rolling all negatives. So, for (laughs) the success with style, uh, they're not even going to question it. You're obviously a powerful person, so they're here to offer help, and so they're going to go.
1: We've, hang on, hang on, before we go any further, we've not actually established what these people look like in any way, shape, or form other than not human. the,
0: the, The ones that you are talking to look Vaguely humanoid, but in, like, some sort of um, uniform, deno- denoting that they are, indeed, military.
1: Okay. And um, I fl- I float down all big and colorful <laughs> with a cape. <laughs> I have a cape.
0: You do have a cape. Uh, and they go, um, unruly patient, apparently. You don't know why they called the military in for an unruly patient. But they called in the military for an unruly patient. Ugh. What
1: reports have you been given specifically about the patient?
0: Uh, that he is extremely strong, extremely brash, and doesn't seem to be listening to the doctors.
1: Colin. Hmm. Are you bringing Lobo into this universe?
0: Okay, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby brought Lobo into this universe.
1: Okay, okay. Okay. Well, that was while I was away, so. Yes. I'm glad we solved that mystery. <laughs> uh, I guess I say I've. Uh, I got a hunch. I think I may be the best man for the job.
0: I mean. Can you at least like demonstrate something that you can do that you can do, so that way we don't like you know send you into your certain death.
1: Um, I don't really want to fire any blasts here. Is the thing, if I can help it. I guess I'll just lift up one of the. Uh, you said they're in airships or something. They're they're in like they have like police starships, yeah. Okay, I'll just lift one of them above my head.
0: And you know what with the success with style from earlier, they're like, Yeah, okay, you're good. <laughs> yeah.
1: Please note I do technically also have the worship skill adding a plus two to that.
0: Okay. Oh my god. I think at that point you succeed with style twice, but there's no benefit to doing that. They're like but yeah, they're like, Yeah, okay, you're good.
1: Um so I guess I refresh my memory as to what as to who Lobo actually is.
0: Um, his name is Cerebrectomy.
1: Oh, there he is.
0: Yep. He's in space.
1: Uh... Yeah, quite, very literally, Lobo. Yep. <laughs> okay, I guess I approach the patient. I get old Megalad to sort of start taking patients out. Well,
0: okay, you're kind of skipping ahead here a little bit. Well, there's uh, going to be patients on
1: other floors.
0: Well, yes, but also you're kind of skipping ahead here a little bit. Okay. Uh when you get into the uh hospital area, it's very clean, very sterile. Uh it's got a kind of like a very deep black decor to it. Uh but it also seems like extremely very well polished and uh and clean and as you are like going through, you do see what appears to be um like a robot made out of similar material, uh, wearing like a like a purple and white outfit, and it's like glowing. This sort of there's no easy way to say it, it's sort of glowing like an Xbox green. And um, it walks up to you and and goes, "Greeting, how may I serve you today?"
1: Hmm. Only one greeting. Okay. Um. I I'm investigating your unruly patient. Um I believe I may know of him.
0: Unruly patient is on sub-level 8, bar 4.
1: Okay. Um your unruly patient is highly dangerous. I would suspect you coordinate I would suggest you coordinate with the military to evacuate as many people as possible.
0: Evacuation of this facility will take 12 hours, 37
1: minutes. Yep. old oh, man, can you speed this up a bit? <laughs> um, yes, I, I will assist in the, 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 the evacuation. Tell me, um, robot, um, which areas are affecting that time estimate the most?
0: Um critical care ICU and nursery.
1: The children have to come first. Alright. All right. Show me to the show me to the nursery.
0: Nursery is on level sixty four.
1: Okay, so old Mega heads that way. Alright. Yeah, level sixty four.
0: Do, do you uh take the stairs or do you just like go out of the building and fly up sixty four floors and then
1: go in that way? Are the stairs the type where you know you got the sort of spiral with a hole in the middle no
0: but yes actually they would be okay
1: then i that's probably the faster way okay and the more stealthy way
0: okay so i mean why do you need stealth to save
1: babies okay because i don't know i don't (laughs) know if the unruly orphan not the unruly orphan (laughs) I, I don't know whether Cerebrectomy is between old Megalad and and children, but I would rather he not see a superhero floating outside the window and tear okay. the hospital down for a fight
0: Okay What part of sub-level did you not that makes you think that he would be above ground?
1: Um, I guess I missed the bit about sub Okay <laughs> But all the same, this is the plan So one goes okay. up, one goes down
0: all right, who do you want to follow first, up or down?
1: Let's go up. Let's let's deal with children.
0: OK, let's follow Old Megalad for now. Old Megalad, uh, when you get up there, you see another robot who is similar to the nursing unit that you saw earlier. But this one is, instead of having, like, the visor in front of its face, instead has, like, this tubing going behind its face. And instead of, like, Xbox Green, it's PlayStation Two Blue. I, I'm just now realizing what colors I'm using for these fucking robots. I, yeah,
1: you've just gotten for the console wars. <laughs> <laughs> That's the gimmick of this whole species. <laughs> I didn't mean
0: to. i fucking Is swear ne- of God.
1: We're in the world of Neptunia, baby.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but aside from that, like, it's got like a sort of lit up pattern where its face would be and it's also wearing like mostly white trimmed with red um, clothing that probably denotes it as the as a doctor. And when it speaks you actually see the waveform on like up here on its face when it's when it's not talking at all it's completely blank. but when it starts talking like from the middle out, you just see the waveform uh, going up and down and it says, please state the name and nature of your emergency.
1: I'm here to assist w- w- with an evacuation. There is a extremely dangerous pla- patient.
0: The extremely dangerous patient is currently many levels below us. We are currently safe.
1: Hmm. Currently being the, the, the operative word here. Um, he... the unruly patient could very rapidly tear this entire building down.
0: Searching Databanks. The unruly patient you are referring to has shown no capabilities of being able to destroy this entire building.
1: Do you really wish to take the risk with children?
0: There is zero evidence that the unruly patient will ever get this far.
1: I guess Old Megalod just starts just heads down to level one and starts evacuating people from the other floors Then he's not going to spend time arguing with a robot
0: (laughs) okay that is extremely fair um not that robot anyway (laughs) yeah so you start evacuating uh go ahead and roll Hmm. what would you do to coordinate a uh an evacuation like this
1: uh blast clearly no, You cannot solve
0: every from life. <laughs> okay, well, if you want to go that that way with your characters, sure, why not?
1: It's probably athletics. To be fair, if you're doing it
0: yourself, yes, but if you're helping to like coordinate it, uh, there's gonna be something else. But are you are you like physically grabbing people and shunting them out?
1: Um, well, level of one's actually gonna be. Level one would likely be, I don't know, whatever you call accident and emergency, um, ER. Yeah. Yeah, um, so actually, no, this, this is probably going to be another one where we have to work with the robots, but I'm assuming that on level one they're at least somewhat more amenable to an evacuation.
0: Yes, uh, you meet a similar doctor with robot with the uh, with the same blue coloration. And it says, greetings, how may I help you today?
1: We... There's been a report to the military of a, an unruly patient. We, we, we need to evacuate this floor.
0: Searching data banks, Actualizing threat assessment. There is a minimal chance of the unruly patient reaching here. That, that doesn't mean that you cannot talk him out of this.
1: Well, he said minimal. Um, well, mi- minimal risk to patients is still risk to patients.
0: Uh, go ahead and roll rapport versus his will.
1: Well, that's, that's a two. It's
0: a two.
1: God, how much will is a robot going to have?
0: Uh, you'd be surprised sometimes. Oh, look. You actually did, uh, you actually did beat it. So the doctor says they are computing and he goes, agreed, we shall begin evacuation protocols immediately. And then you see him start, you see it start like vibrating and shaking and then it splits into two. And then those two shake and vibrate and split into another like one each. And these ones are colored Instead of being colored blue, you've got a purple, a yellow, a red, and a white one as well. On top of this, like, very sleek-looking black metal.
1: Okay, so we got the GameCube, the Wii... I'm not sure what the w- red one is.
0: The Virtual Boy, obviously. Ah,
1: of course. And then the Jaguar, <laughs> I assume. <laughs> All right, Cap, um, when you come to edit every time on these talks, I want you to edit in the respective sounds of their console.
0: No, no. Do not give them that much extra work.
1: Every time.
0: No. Don't One listen time. to
1: him. The <laughs> first time.
0: Lamau, <clears throat> no. Alright. So, they move and start, like, helping you to evacuate, uh, evacuate that. So, that scene done, let's go to Young Megalad. Hmm. Young Megalad, you get down to whatever fucking level I said that I made off at the top of my head and don't remember.
1: Underground, got it.
0: Yep. Um and you currently hear. The sound of like glass breaking and gunshots, and uh, and like machine like the nursing units trying to like talk him down, and then it's just going, Please do not. And uh, and out from like a plume of smoke, first you see the lit cigar, and then you see a man with like extremely pale blue skin it's almost white but there is a tint of blue to it um he's got like really short hair that's like shaved on the side so it's like only like the top part of his head of his head is covered in like extremely short hair he's got a, a beard not wearing any shirt he's like covered in scars and burns and like one of his arms is in a cast his knuckles are bruised he's got like a bloody lip uh, red eyes, and, like wearing like leather pants and boots, and he just like he's like smoking this cigar and he goes, Huh, they got someone a little bit vet- better than these goddamn junkies, huh?
1: My dudes, you are in a hospital,
0: yeah, and I want out. I'm fine, I'm feeling well, fine. See, go
1: ben. They won't
0: let me, they say I'm not better yet.
1: Hmm. Well, what's the diagnosis? There's any da- damaged robots left?
0: <laughs> there's there's one robot who's functional enough to answer. Uh, it does not have any legs though, so um, <laughs> it goes it goes. Patient is still suffering from broken arm, bruised ribs, amnesia.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Has the patient seemingly recovered physically on his own faster than you would expect?
0: I'm right fucking
1: here, my dude. You don't have to do talk you... about me. Alright, dude, do you have regeneration? Can you regenerate?
0: I don't know. It doesn't look like it. You see this big fucking burn on my chest?
1: Curious. Okay, Robot, what's the risk to the patient if he discharges himself now?
0: None, but we would be remiss to not let him go if he was not fully healed under our care first.
1: Uh, I think you'll find that the patient is making a completely capacitous decision to, to leave. He, you have made him aware of the risks and he seems eager to accept them. That's what I said!
0: they won't let me
1: fucking go i'm sure that in accordance with your rules and laws there is um precedent for patients to self-discharge when they are aware of the consequences of a self-discharge
0: uh the robot just says no all patients must be completely cured before they are allowed to go
1: but by keeping the patient in the hospital you are creating Undue strain on your own resources, i.e., the fact that he can smash you.
0: All patients must be, and then, uh, and then the patient just gets fed up and just goes over and just like stomps on, on its head, and he goes, ah, we aren't getting anywhere with that fucking thing.
1: Uh, well, seems like the easiest solution is just to get you out, and then to, and then once you're out of the hospital, you're not a risk to the patients. What's your name, anyway? I don't fucking remember. Okay, um... Well, we've got records of someone similar to you. Calibrectomy. Cerebrectomy. Cerebrectomy.
0: He kind of, like, rubs his head. He's like... "Mm." They
1: don't look the same, though. I don't know. Actually, do they look the same?
0: They do look the same, except for the hair.
1: Okay, but does it look like he's i think it would be reasonable to tell from like the shape of the face and the body and that whether it's just the same guy with a haircut oh uh,
0: yeah 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 obviously yeah it's it's the same guy with a haircut all
1: right um i sh- i wouldn't have a picture of a cerebrectomy i don't carry like tech um well i might actually would it be on my phone probably not if you spend a fate point it can be Oh, I, I got that extra fate point. I spend the fate point. All right, there you go. I, I keep a log of all named villains and such. <laughs> he looks at it and he goes,
0: Oh, hey, that is me. All <laughs> right. What's that? You're fucking handsome what I am.
1: All right, Sarah Brectomy. Um, Brecto, that's your name.
0: Cool. Uh, cool. I don't remember anything else about me.
1: Do you... Okay, so asking you what the last thing you remember is probably futile, but... What's the last thing you remember?
0: Waking up in this fucking hospital and wanting to
1: go. Next question. Do you want to go? Yeah. Alright, let's go. Try not to hurt anyone. Cool.
0: Will do. And as you walk along, he just pulls a gun from out of nowhere and just shoots a robot and goes, Robots don't count someone!
1: I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> um, Cullen, can I just ask, are robots starting to come out the walls? No, not yet. Not yet? Okay. <laughs>
0: I'm not gonna say that yes, they are. No, that. I'm not saying that they will. I think I figured out the not, gimmick of this. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying that they will. I am saying not yet. Whether they will or not is a completely different question.
1: They will. Okay, he was gonna say something anyway.
0: Uh... Hey, you know what would probably help?
1: What would help? How hard are you of punching things? I'm not going to punch you out out of this hospital. I can just fly you up the stairs.
0: No, 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 God, no. I wasn't going to suggest that. I'm not even. I'm not that stupid, I think. Just hit me in the head right here. And I get the old noggin stirring.
1: Well, my vowels do say you're immortal, so. (laughs) Um. Go ahead and roll fight oh absolutely um,
0: gonna, he is not going to roll to defend at all okay three you hit him in the head and goes ah man put some put some muck back into it jesus christ
1: all right all right you, you want me to hit you as hard as i can as um, hard as you fucking can man let's go colin colin and i would like to invoke the um aspect cosmic destructive power
0: to give yourself a, plus. I mean go ahead and roll first and then you can see if you can uh if if you need to invoke it
1: i absolutely need okay to invoke you can
0: it. you can invoke it okay okay so that is that he's already got uh the third box marked so he's gonna mark the fourth one and at that point it goes ah okay
1: i hit him so hard in the head that like there's a little crater underneath each of his feet <laughs>
0: uh and at that point he holds his head he goes uh, 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 uh. And then he looks at you and goes, Why the fuck do you hit me, you cr- crazy bastard? Don't you know, I'm the main man! And then he's gonna punch you, uh, so go ahead and roll something to defend as he rolls fight.
1: Um... Oh God. I can't depend- defend with rapport, can I?
0: No, you cannot.
1: Okay, well, I guess I'll fight back. Hey, shit.
0: Uh, he is going to invoke Unkillable Space Biker uh, and add two to that roll. So that okay. brings it up to a eight, which means you have to mark your first box.
1: I don't know, my box. Physical, yep. actually.
0: Physical, yep. So he punches you, but you, like, blur. And he goes, Oh, that's fucking weird. Hold on a second. And then, like, he takes the cigar out and he just, like, tries putting it out on your chest, and you, that part of your chest just blurts, and he goes, Ah! Cool.
1: You just created the most pointless alternative universe. <laughs> <laughs> Listen up, you dumb bastard. You had here's what's going on. You've had amnesia, you're in a hospital, I'm happy to fight you, but let's not fight in a hospital.
0: Uh you don't even get uh, let's not fight it in, in a hospital out before before he goes, finally, and he just swings his arm that's in a cast and tries to break it over your head. So he's going to roll fight again.
1: <laughs> God, this dumb fucker.
0: Uh, oh, that's supposed to be a plus seven. So that's actually eight.
1: That should be, no, I can't beat that.
0: Okay. So uh, you have to take at least a, a mild consequence in order to, or you're or you're just completely taken out.
1: I'm going to have to look at where the consequences are.
0: The way consequences work is that you have to mark either mild moderate or severe um, mild will bring it down by two or will bring his attack down by two moderate will bring it down by four and severe will bring it down by six however you still need to mark off any extra overflow stuff so if you take a severe hit um, it will take away all of it if you take a moderate hit you'll still have to uh, mark your first box on top of that if you take a mild you still have to mark your third box on top of that but uh, thing is mild the the more the conse- the higher the consequence the more difficult it is to heal from it so mild you get a chance to heal from that basically every scene moderate takes a couple of sessions and severe lasts like entire arcs like multiple multiple sessions
1: oh I can't believe you're gonna kill me in space okay i'll take a mild
0: all right so seven minus three is four so mark your second box and then just Come up with a consequence. Like, name the consequence.
1: Something that goes away. Goes from scene to scene. I guess he's... I guess I blur when he hits me, but he's still... But still, I get knocked back and go through a couple of walls.
0: Okay, sure. Uh, So... So... Hit by surprise? Yeah. Okay, so... He gets that, that is created as an aspect um, that he gets to uh, that he gets to invoke later. All right, yeah. So he hits you, and like you go flying back a couple of walls. Uh, you get the aspect uh, hit by surprise, and as he starts walking back up, back up to you, you actually see those wounds that he had start healing. He goes, "Hey, it just turned out I need to remember that I could do this."
1: Why? Why don't you do it automatically?
0: That's a good question. Don't think about it too hard. Now fight me!
1: I told you, I'll fight you in space. You're a space biker. Let's <laughs> not do this in a fucking hospital.
0: Alright, go ahead and roll rapport.
1: Report or provoke, your choice. Uh well, rapport and I guess that uh, hey, I'm spending a lot of fate points on this bullshit. Well
0: you don't need to spend a, fa- you okay, don't need to spend a fate. Okay, fine. Uh Well, absolutely. Because he, still, he still gets to he still gets to roll to defend. Yeah. Like you're okay. going for you're going for mental damage on him, so uh, he gets to roll Will because that's just what you roll when you're doing uh, stuff like that. But luckily, his Will's not super great unless he rolls nothing but pluses. Wow. So you're going to have to spend at least two Fate Points and invoke two Aspects in order to, uh, in order to deal mental damage to him.
1: Uh, well, they, I've got one left
0: okay all right so i'm gonna mark his first mental box
1: uh because of oh, three, probably
0: three yeah so yeah uh you you try and convince him and he he's like "Why well, i'm we gonna wait out there there we got a perfect good arena down here full of dead robots and he's going to yes, spend we're, his we're on the ground floor he's going to spend his turn pulling out his gun and shooting at you this is an attempt to make me nice because uh his shoot is not anywhere near as good as his uh fight
1: <sighs> so you uh. just need
0: to defend against the two how are you going to defend against getting shot i
1: oh, don't know this isn't the guy who can shoot bullets out yeah
0: did isn't oh that's right that's only old isn't it
1: yeah that's old i mean i could still blast him but i'm not sure that'll have the same effect you know what? let's try dodging bullets nope
0: nope okay so uh Mark your second physical box.
1: Well, that's my third physical box. It's a good thing this is the one... It's a good thing this is the one with four boxes. (laughs) All right.
0: All right. So, uh, it's your turn again.
1: Uh, I have had enough of this. I spring up to my feet, and I just yell at him, Fine you want to go here we're on the bottom <sighs> can't do any more damage hopefully the rest of the hospital will hold up let's fucking go and I am going to overcharge
0: okay plus 2 pass ones per scene but for the rest of the scene you roll on a minus 2 spend a fate point when first using this to ignore the minus 2 penalty All right.
1: and I'm spending that fake point so I've got none left okay really burning through those. Well, you put me in a very bad fight on there. So that is a five to blast. A five. Okay. Uh, he is going to roll... He's just going to
0: take it. He's built like a shit brick house, so he's going to fucking just tank that with physique. Huh. Oh, okay.
1: Well. It's been a good run.
0: <laughs> you blast him, and he just sort of like brushes his shoulder, and he's like, yeah, um... Sorry, dude. And he just runs up, and he's just going to start, like, trying to fucking cave your face in. How come he's got all these plus sixes? I don't have any plus sixes. He's the kind of NPC who does not get any better no longer how long he's in the game.
1: How long till I get a plus six?
0: Fairly soon, actually. I'm thinking about uh, giving you guys a significant boost after the Xerox stuff. Um, so... He's gonna roll fight. Oh look, he rolled completely net neutral. <laughs> actually, yes, he did not roll any pluses or negatives. He rolled a straight six. I might die. No, you actually defend it all against it all. Uh, he does get an aspect that he can invoke against you because this is a this is a tie situation, which means he has two. I really should be invoking those. So we'll say that you guys are in that Thing where like you just sort of like lock hands against each other, and he's, and he's just sort of grinning really happily. He's like, I haven't had a fight this good since. No, there was that colony where that per- one person just teleported me straight into the ground and cut my head off.
1: All right. You know what? This is superhero bullshit. You wanna, you wanna blast. You wanna tank another blast, big man. Yeah, sure. Okay, I sort of. What I do is I shift my body weight, so I'm throwing him. So I sort of lean back and then let go. So he's kind of floating above me as I fall to the ground. Okay. And then I am going to blast straight up um, with a four. Um,
0: actually, that's a six.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah.
0: No, it's, so it's, it's once per seed. Se- okay. I thought yeah. it was four. Se- okay. All
1: right. Okay. Um, That might be better, actually, given I have to spin a fade point for this, but... I've really we really need to redo that one because that is a lot of negatives. So here's
0: what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. We'll change it to plus two blast for the scene, but minus two for the rest of the session, unless you spend the Fate Point, in which case it is the minus yeah. two is not.
1: Okay. So basically, because this is superhero bullshit and I can just narratively say we can get away with shit like this, because mm-hmm. my aim with the blast is to basically send him out the top of the hospital. So I'm <laughs> launching him through every floor, <laughs> but because I'm a sleep hero, and that's how the universe works out for sleep heroes, he is not going to hurt. This, him going through does not affect any patient.
0: All right, okay, he's going to roll physique, and uh, to to tank this. Mm-hmm. But I will say that regardless of the, I'm getting him out bird, of the hospital. Yeah. Regardless of the result of how much damage he takes, he is out of the hospital because I, I just love that too much.
1: Okay. Well, he's tied.
0: He doesn't take any damage, but you do get a um, an aspect that you can invoke against him. Uh, so I'm going. Actually, no, you don't. He's gonna um he's gonna invoke the boost that he got for uh for hitting you earlier, not for um for being locked in combat earlier turn that into an eight, so that way he doesn't take any damage. But like I said, he still blasted out of the hospital, because that's, that's just fucking cool. Okay. Alright, so yeah, there's a hole straight through the hospital, and, um... And he just goes through the ceiling.
1: Okay, well, in that case, both Megalads look up through the hole and f- fly out. <laughs> Alright.
0: So yeah, both of the... We'll, we'll say that that is both of the scenes and, uh, and you look up and you see him like falling in the. Uh, you see him falling, and but he doesn't seem that surprised. So he just sticks two fingers in his uh, in his mouth and whistles, and uh, you hear a hum of like a Harley Davidson bike. It just flies out of nowhere between you two, and he just lands on it and uh, does a skid in the air. And uh, he goes, ah, oh, <laughs> oh, that was fun. Now. And then uh, he pulls out another cigar and uh, and a later and he just uh, lights the cigar up and takes a drag and goes, <sighs> "Time to get fucking
1: serious." I just want to point something out. Hmm? You wanted to get out of hospital. I just got you out of hospital. You're welcome. He 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 looks like he
0: he he was like revving up his bike to ram you. And then he goes, then he when you say that, he looks he looks at you, looks down, looks at you, looks down, looks at you, gives you a salute, and then just drives off.
1: That was annoying.
0: And then a little bit later, uh, there's a military car that comes up and he goes, "You got him to go away."
1: I got him to go away, but I'm incredibly sorry about the damage to your hospital as a result.
0: Uh, it doesn't seem like anybody was hurt from the blast. We managed to evacuate. We managed to evacuate a lot of the lower areas, and then the upper areas uh, were in the process of doing so so we're still getting like a tally but for the most part it just looks like mostly superficial structural damage uh is there anything we can do to thank you for for helping with us
1: if you can do one thing to thank me it's reprogram your medical doctors with the principle of self-discharge
0: we we did not program them. They were like that when we got here. We do not know how to reprogram them.
1: I need to bring zero here sometime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if they could be... Yes, we'll bring zero here. In that case, I need nothing from you except... Um... No, I don't need anything from you. I'm here to go to the center and...
0: I mean, we can give you an escort to the center just to let everybody know that you're supposed to be there.
1: If that would reassure people, then absolutely.
0: Yeah, all right, well, follow us. And they start giving you both an escort to the center. And there's no further complications in getting there, at least. Um, So when you get there, there's no hassle. Uh, There's a hatch that you can enter into. Doesn't look like it's been used in a very long time, and you open up the hatch, and there is the center. Uh, describe what the dimensional energy looks like.
1: It doesn't. It doesn't look like anything. It just is like at the very center. There's just a glow, and both Mega Lads essentially just float down and immerse themselves in it. You know what Superman looks like when he's bathing in the sun. It's essentially like that. Yeah. As, as they're floating in it both of them start to emit a kind of purplish aura um, because they're essentially charging the batteries over 100% alright I don't know what the material benefit of that is but you can work that out between sessions
0: Now, here's the real question. Do you want to get souvenirs here from the center of the universe, or are you going to go somewhere else?
1: Ah, so, from my various dealings observing the universe, I know of a great shop, the best souvenir shop in the universe. Okay. So they have anything you could want, and you pay in favours. Okay. So we speed out from the centre. Um, young Megalad's kind of keeping a quick lookout for Brecto, just in case like he's like waiting for the fight out in space.
0: Nah, he's good.
1: Okay. Uh, when it becomes clear, um, old Megalad kind of just thinks for a sec, points in a seemingly random direction, and then they both just speed up. Okay. And unless you want something to happen on the way, they get to um, a smallish asteroid, and on top of the asteroid is a shop, and it just—it doesn't look remarkable. It's—it basically looks like, um, I think the word you would use is like a mom and pop shop or a corner shop, something like that.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, I get what you're going for. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It just looks like a normal shop, um, and it's staffed by an alien of your choice.
0: It's going to be one of those little, uh, teacup saucer aliens that I'm very fond of.
1: Kind of hoping for the squids, but sure. No. It could be nice. You don't know that they can't be nice.
0: Yes, I do know that they can't be nice. I created them.
1: Uh, so yes, yeah, it's, it's stuffed by one of them. And as I'm sure you can expect from the nature of the shop, it's a... What's weird about the shop is it, it's not bigger on the inside it's actually quite small quite cramped but for some reason anyone who goes into the shop sees exactly what they need okay so um and here's
0: the part where nam has to struggle thinking of souvenirs for sundog and uh and switch
1: i don't know penny at all
0: yeah but penny's not one of the ones who wanted one wanted the uh
1: yeah she's part of the team though
0: she is part of the team but like she she wasn't one of the ones who was bugging you but still
1: what would Penny want? what do I know? what do I know about Penny? Um, I don't know anything about Penny she doesn't like flying that's about it and I already gave her a helmet great helmet the best helmet. I don't know about the bit where Penny's sort of floating, actually floating around space and it would be... Correct. Yeah, and it would be impossible for me to find a uh, knock on the capsule and say, here you go. I guess with my lack of knowledge for Penny, what jumps out of me is just a box of, like, what looks like just, just space suites. Okay. They're shaped like asteroids, all of them, but very, like, well designed, like not just very intricately carved asteroids and I just shrug and throw them into my basket for zero what jumps out of me is he's very practical Um, so I see basically what looks like just nanomachine lubricant I don't know I don't know why it exists I don't know how it exists but there is it's a bottle of nanomachine oil
0: I love it! No, I, I legitimately love it!
1: So, i smirk and throw that into my basket. Okay, Sundog then. Um, it's been a while. It's hard to relate to what they like now as opposed to what they used to like. Sundog used to be into basketball and mostly seems into um, part-time jobs delivering food. And never having enough time. So, if you will let me, I find a device that gives Sundog specifically an extra hour in the day between midnight and one.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. But it's,
1: it's Sundog alone. And he can't. It's
0: Sundog alone. Um,
1: and he can't, he can't, like, affect, like, it's No, just,
0: I'm, I'm trying to think there's got to also be like some sort of like restriction on how often you can use it once a week okay yeah i'll, I'll give you once a week
1: yeah and he he has to use it in a set room as well it's, it creates a sort of field in that room so he can't like just go out into the city and start doing extra things uh, okay all right yeah but i'm all pretty right. sure he's in college so
0: i mean yeah that's extra study time extra time to work on like other stuff it's a good gift. <laughs>
1: uh, then, finally, for Robin, um, never got too close to them to begin with because deeply suspicious of them. Still am in a way. But they tend to enjoy stuff or tend to appreciate stuff that's useful for heists, cat burglary, anything like that i get the feeling cat already has a tracker though of some kind
0: yeah probably i i legitimately don't remember that that wasn't me being flippant and like trying to like trick you or anything i legitimately don't remember so yeah probably
1: basically a device that allows you to see into the next room but the problem is it's got a very limited battery life You can impose more restrictions as required
0: yeah okay i'll i'll allow that for now and see how abusable it is and then
1: oh i'm sure if i know cat into extremely abusable
0: <laughs>
1: um and then for me information all right uh
0: what information do you want
1: so i just find for myself it's a piece of paper um and the label on the thing saying like the paper's in an it's it's in an envelope so i can't read the paper but on the front of the envelope says this person will tell you where to find the mentor because i remember zero has an interest in stopping them i have an interest in preventing them Therefore, information is what I need. All right. Okay, yeah. So I take the basket over to the uh, teacup alien, and the Mm -hmm. teacup alien will scan it all in, and then they will name their price. And their price can be anything. They can ask for money, or they can ask for something more abstract, um, a favor.
0: Uh, The teacup alien will go... In your in your head because that's how they communicate. they, they talk telepathically like it goes through the uh, through the trying to dial a radio really quickly thing and eventually it settles on English and goes um we will require a favor in the future and you cannot turn this favor down.
1: I haggle and say basically I won't kill for this.
0: We promise we will not make you kill.
1: Then I accept. I'm fucking myself. No, the teacup aliens were nice.
0: They were. Yeah. But lucky. that was just the ones that you met.
1: Yeah. They're secretly highly genocidal.
0: <laughs> no, no. It's just that much like hu- much like humanity, don't judge an entire species off of wolf- a very small sample size.
1: But I love doing that. <laughs> That's how aliens in fiction works, my dude. <laughs> no, no, that's fine, yeah. All right. Yes.
0: Okay, so, yep, They uh, there will be a favor you have to do in the future. And when you walk out and open up the, the note that says this person will help you contact the mentor, it's a single name, but also a stipulation on the bottom. And that name is Loveless. And the stipulation is but not quite
1: yet okay sounds fair and then with space with space escapades done we set course for earth and we we'll arrive in the next session
0: All right. Um, I think in the time that you have missed sessions, all I've given are minor milestones. So you get two of those to make up for the sessions that you lost for both characters. Okay. Uh, You can think of those later.
1: I don't really want to use any minor milestones. None of them have things I want.
0: Okay, that's fair. You don't have to use them. I'm I'm just going to give them to you.
1: No, that's fine. Um, All right. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thanks for listening.
0: Thanks for listening. Thanks for playing Namtab. And we'll see you all next time. Goodbye.